you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. Good morning and welcome back to Pop Coach Life. I'm Sharon Smaga. And I want to talk to you today about um, being with. So with that said, um, just a reminder, Pop Coach Life is purpose over perfection. So we are sort of tearing down um, the things brick by brick that have built up in our lives that interfere with us pursuing our purpose. And often those are things that I think are grounded in perfectionism. I've got to do it just right, or it's not good enough. Or, and so it keeps us from really just moving toward the things we want and starting the projects we want and accomplishing the things we desire. So welcome back and thanks for joining me. And I want to talk to you just about that little idea of being with, and if you've heard this, great. If you haven't, um, it's sort of simple and can be sort of profound at the same time. So I want to share some information with you. Being with is this idea of sort of being, you might've heard the term emotionally present. Um, we tend to, when somebody is hurting or somebody is upset or somebody is angry or somebody is embarrassed, we sort of tend to want to jump into fixing it and relieve them of those feelings. And the idea of being with is that I come alongside you and I can just sort of sit in those feelings with you. I'm not trying to fix them. I'm not uncomfortable with them. I don't need them to go away for me to feel okay. And it's a very simple way that we can validate each other. So if I'm sad, for example, and I just need to express that I am sad and it doesn't have to be big sad. It doesn't have to be my pet died. It can be, um, I miss my kids sad that are off in college or something, right? Or it can just be, I'm a little disappointed at something that I was looking forward to that did not happen. So it doesn't, there's a continuum of, for all feelings, right? There's a continuum for sad. There's a continuum for disappointed. Um, I'm going to be a lot less disappointed if a coupon expired than if I was planning a trip with a friend and they had to cancel last minute. Make sense? So think that there's a continuum. So it doesn't have to be these very intense, big feelings. It can be from the small to the big and everything in between. But as the art, I would say it's an art of simply being willing to be with somebody and not make them feel bad for the how they feel or for them to be able to sit with you and not you make you feel bad for how you feel or that there's something wrong about how you feel. I feel like in our culture, in Western culture, we're often chasing happy. And what I mean by that is that deep down, if we don't peel it back and consider it, we think that. There are people out there who are happy all the time. And if I can just accomplish the right things, have the perfect career, have the perfect kids or the perfect spouse, um, or be able to go on all these really cool vacations or have enough money or have this car or that truck that I will be, then I'll be happy. 
right? It's the then, the caveat, then I will be happy. And the reality is uh, things don't make us happy. There are certain things, including money, that are tools that can make our life easier, simpler, more convenient, but we can't look to things to be happy. So I think in Western culture, we're chasing this idea of happy that's sort of like catching a unicorn or a leprechaun sitting on a pot of gold, right? It, it doesn't really happen. So when we can take the pressure off of ourselves and each other, that is where it's it becomes easier to just be with someone in their feelings. And then we don't feel alone. So it's this really super simple recipe. And if you want to know how to feel more connected with the people in your life, practice being with. Quit trying to fix their problems for them. Quit trying to fix their feelings or explain them away. Maybe you need to quit trying to explain your own feelings away, you know, and your own stuff away and just be willing to sit with that too. And learn to just be in that emotional moment whether it's for yourself or with someone else. Um, I think in that we can begin to, sh to show people in our lives that maybe don't know how to do this, that we can help them understand. We don't need them to fix our feelings. Uh, several months ago, my youngest son, who is a college student now, he changed plans on me and we were talking and I said, well, I said, it sounds like he wanted to do something with his friends. And so he canceled coming home for a weekend and changed it to another weekend. And I said, I'm disappointed, but I'm really excited for you. And I'm just disappointed because I was looking forward to seeing you, but I will see you the next time. Go have fun with your friends. And he was like, well, now I feel bad. And I said, don't feel bad. I'm expressing the disappointment because I want you to know you're wanted. And that's the gift of disappointment sometimes, right? So we can express that. I can feel that you know, for a whole five minutes or whatever. But also with that disappointment, I can feel the excitement for him. So I just sort of reminded him, hey, like I'm disappointed I won't see you, but I'm super excited you're going to do something with the guys and have fun. And I can't wait to hear about it after the next time that I see you. So part of, I think, being with two is, uh, if you'll notice there, I had what seemed to be conflicting feelings. We feel more than one thing at a time. And we can feel a sort of what you might call negative emotion and a positive emotion at the same time. And I, I believe that's another thing in Western culture. We sort of have this idea that you're either all good or you're all not. It's all bad or it's all good. And the reality is it's often some of both. So I could feel the disappointment, but also excitement for him and still look forward to the next time I got to see him. Right. And then I could shift gears uh, because that was OK and go, oh, well, what could I plan for this upcoming weekend? Then since he's not coming home, what do I want to go do? Right. And then I got to do something different that I wanted to do. And it's all OK. So learn the art of being with. It is so, so important. And we're talking about some basic areas of feeling like sadness, um, curiosity, joy, hurt, shame, shame. If, if you're not sure what to, what is shame or haven't listened to some of my content on that, you think of it as uh, situations where we feel embarrassed, right? 
where instead of just turning red, I can maybe look at a friend and go, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I just did that or I didn't know that. And then go, eh, it's okay, right? And just be in it with me. The other thing that being with allows us to do is it takes us away from trying to fix each other's feelings, which allows us to actually validate each other's feelings, right? So if I embarrass myself in public, I'm with a friend and say, that's so embarrassing. That friend kind of can just go, oh yeah. And then maybe look at me and say, yeah, I've done something like that before too. I get it. And she's not, she, my girlfriend, for example, like that I just, somebody I just traveled with, one of my friends, she can like, let me be embarrassed. She doesn't try to take it away from me. She doesn't try to fix it, but she can also validate it, right? And encourage me and go, yeah, I've done that. And then we all sort of just get to move on with our lives. In more profound, bigger situations, death, loss, those kinds of things, it's not that simple, quick, right? Obviously, intuitively, you know that. But again, it's that same skill set. It's just that you learn to do it over and over and over again. So if it's a bigger issue, uh, say you have a friend that's parent died, then you can get comfortable just when you, over a period of time while they're working through that grief, you can appreciate when they're having a moment with that and you can just sit with a minute and let it be okay. Have you ever noticed that we tend to, when we feel bad, we tend to withdraw or avoid or we go to sort of these maladaptive coping skills, but all in all, we tend to hide from each other. This idea of being with helps us learn that we don't have to hide. Um, I have a pastor who calls it showing our 2%. Who do you show your 2% to? We can share our, our 2%, the really deep stuff, the not put together stuff, the painful stuff, the struggling stuff, and still be accepted and loved. And we can trust each other in that relationship. So the art of being with lets us share that 2%. So just because I invited you to lunch, let's say your parent died and I'm looking forward to having lunch with you does not mean you have to pretend to be fine or that you can't be sad and I can't be with you in that while we eat lunch. Do you get what I'm saying? It can be both. So give this some thought. I think it's a great little tool. It is just practicing the art of being with. Practice it with yourself and practice it with the people you love. And over time, you'll even be able to, to kind of sort of help them understand what that is and what you might need to be able to gently say to somebody, I don't, I don't need you to fix a problem or make me feel better. I just need you to love me and be with me in a moment when I don't feel better and have a problem. I love you guys. I hope this is helpful. Keep pursuing your purpose over perfection. Get perfection out of the way. It's not a thing. We're never going to reach it. Just go for it. I love you and I'll see you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life Podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.